And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100% and on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Welcome everyone to Weighing In, Big John McCarthy, Josh Thompson, Podcast Dave over there, sunburnt. <laughs> the first day the sun comes out and look at him. <laughs> like a lobster right now <laughs> i wish you could see him it's so funny he looks like a lobster oh man the sun does never come out in scotland you can tell because look at you a little bit of sun today and it's like he comes he's like his, his front of his legs are chapped red all, dude <laughs> you see you're, you're saying that he was out in the sun five minutes no it's five minutes it was right? all five minutes and that's, what, minutes. that's what happened the reflection off the uh the, he said he was on the lake today the reflection off the lake and then on his legs and and those little chicken legs that he has it's hilarious like it's just red all the chicken legs. hey 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 but hey these things can do some damage those not so much <laughs> oh man all right well hey let's talk about some uh let's talk about the fights that the ufc announced uh there's a bunch of them that they announced um do you want to talk about fight island they first did. or do you want to talk about some fights that let's they go announced? Let's do I, it. I just hold on. Let's go with Fight Island. Fight did Island. I not tell you? What did you right? Not, what did you tell me? I told you the island will be in the Middle East, somewhere in the United Arab Emirates. Well, I felt like I kind of said that first, but it, it, it's okay. Whoa, it's okay. It's okay. Man. Well, we I think we agreed because didn't somebody didn't they part of them used to own it ten percent of right they used to own ten percent yeah, of the Flash UFC. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So. But we had talked a little bit about, because who did we get it from? We got it from Chael, right? From Chechnya. He was saying that maybe they would do it in Chechnya, not Fight Island. Yeah. But he was saying yeah. that maybe we'd have some, like some of our first fights come back to me in Chechnya. But, uh, and I, I told him, if they do that, yeah, crazy. I've been there. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, you would really, yeah, you would really think, though, that they would have done it in Dubai, like, you know, with one of those man-made islands that they have there, and they would just, but I, I didn't know the extent of what their relationships was still with them, knowing that that you know the Fertitas didn't own it anymore. So I don't know what WME still had. If they still do, WME still owns the company fully, or do they still own ten percent or five percent or eight percent or oh, no. or whatever? So you know, um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I think the card that they put together. My concern, oh. my, the card's fucking stacked. Oh. <laughs> So stacked. So just don't let it fall apart. Uh, I I don't think it's going to fall apart. But here's the thing: in the history of MMA, doesn't matter which promotion you're talking about. In the history of MMA, when you put three title fights on one card, Uh, John, what normally happens? Crap fights. (laughs) It's shitty. (laughs) I think the first two or three times they did it, they all went the distance and they were the boringest. It wasn't even so much they went the distance and were good fights. They went the distance and they were boring. They were so boring. First time they ever did it, UFC 33. Oh, it was horrible. I was there for that fight. I was there. Was that a Mohegan? Where was it at? No, it wasn't Mohegan. No, that was in Vegas. That was was the very first show in Vegas. It was uh, Dave Manet and Gil um, Castillo. Gil, Gil, Gil Castillo. Gil Castillo. That was for the middleweight. Yeah. And then they had Jens Pulver against. Um, B, was it BJ? No, no, no. no. Uh, from, from Seattle, uh, Washington. Dennis Hellman. Dennis, Dennis Hellman. Hellman. Chuck and Liddell. Then they had, uh, and then, no, not Chuck Liddell. It was Tito Ortiz and Vladdy Matyashenko. Well, Chuck was on the Cardinal. 
Yeah, he fought Babalu. Yeah, he, he fought, fought Babalu. Babalu. Yep. No, that was at 41, was it? No, 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 no. That was, that was at 40. That, that was at 40. UFC 40. He fought Babalu at 40. He fought 40. Mario Bustamante. Oh, Bustamante. He, he fought Bustamante. Bustamante. And Matt Serra fought Yves Edwards. Ooh. I don't remember that fight. It was all it was all five round decisions. Yeah, everything. No, yeah. yeah, all the title fights were decisions. Everything. No, but the, the every time they've done, except for the last one, I think the very last one they did with three title fights on one card, two of the title fights were very like they were finishes, and then the other one was like kind of a good action packed, um, uh, five round decision, as I recall. I think two of them were finishes. But that was in the first time they've done. The last one was the first time they've done a three title fights, and it was it was actually a good card. Whereas before, woo, they, they were horrible. I was like, man, why do you guys keep trying to do this? This is disgusting. Don't do it anymore. But just just to lay claim, like there was another. I want to say, I don't know if Strike Force tried doing it, or did maybe Bellator tried doing like two or three title fights in one night, and it was an egg too. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember. Oh. I'm trying to remember what it. What one of the one of the sh one of the other big shows tried doing three title fights in one night as well, and it ended up being kind of a goose egg. Also, I think didn't Bellator try to do it in their first show in New York? Ah, I think I think you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, a anyways, it was. I think it was. Honestly, I think it was. I don't think Strike Force ever did three title fights, but I think it was Bellator. We we did a we did a three title fight thing, and it wasn't. I don't think it was great. So, and I just like, oh no, it's the curse of three title fights. <laughs> just the, it, you know, anyways. Every time. It, it, it was, time. it was every time. It was every time. Um, So what fights are on that card? Let's talk about that fight card because I have it. I have, oh, I have it first, it. okay. Main event. Usman versus Burns. Come on. <sighs> All right. So that, are, that, are we, are we that's, talking? That's kind of cool because they're teammates. Are we talking about the fight? Or are we talking about all the other stuff that goes with the fight? Everything. Come on. <sighs> okay. All okay. About it. Do I think Burns deserves a title shot? Yes. But do I think Ooh. someone should have been ahead of him? Yes. I think he should I think he should have. I think he either could have taken one more fight to get there. But I'm not I'm not complaining that he's there. I just feel like someone should have been ahead of him and who is that someone um well there's two guys actually to be honest okay. i would have probably liked to have seen him and colby go again usman and colby go again okay um only because it was such a good fight and i think kind of it was too, a great fight i think kind of also we could see like do we push colby out now we're done with the the maga shit and we can move on to the <laughs> we can move on to like some fights but i mean i think that there's still something there to have um, but I really wanted to see the Masvidal Usman fight. I really wanted yeah. to see it because Masvidal has good takedown defense. I think his stand up is way superior. Um, the way that Masvidal uses that calf kick, the way he uses his kicks, I think is be a nasty weapon against Usman. That'll slow his takedowns down as he goes on. Um, size wise, Usman I think is the bigger guy, and no would be able to yeah, no doubt put put the pressure on him, be able to. And we sh Usman showed that he doesn't really get tired. Colby, he showed against Colby that he doesn't get tired. Usman, uh, Masvidal tends to slow down. But it's the boxing, putting it together, the footwork. I've seen Masvidal make good stand-up guys look like they never fucking fought a day in their life on their feet. Like, look yep. at KJ Nunes. When he fought KJ Nunes, I, I was like, oh, my God. this Someone needs to stop this fight. KJ walked out of there looking like the fucking elephant man. He was so beat up. And I just was...
I was baffled by the fact I'm like, dude, I thought this was going to be a good fight. It was never close. And I know I'm talking old days and Mazadal has gotten better since then and just smarter in the way he fights and his approach on things. Now, the money wise and all that stuff, I get it. I understand. That's why the fight never took place. Yeah. Yeah. Burns, I just, he's willing Burns to do it. will take the money that yeah. Maz Vidal says no to. But this gets into that conversation that we had last week about how athletes, if you guys ever want to get a leg up, you're stepping on your own dicks right now. You guys, this, this is the, the whole this point. Is, this is when we had had that conversation about how. There will always be someone that will fight for less and the promotion knows it yep. and it's hard man it really is hard I, I want them to i want i want athletes to have the best i want the fighters to have the best because i'm going to touch into this a little bit is because tim sylvia look at right now he's got a gofundme page to have surgery on his forearm to get the screws taken out like there's things that you that fighters and athletes they don't think about right now because you're young, dumb, full of cum, all that shit. You know, thinking that like, okay, when I'm, you know, when I'm 40, oh, I'm still be the fucking best. No, probably not. Probably not. You're gonna be in, you know, probably having to go to visit the doctor because you have lasting injuries and banged up elbows and knees and ankles and, you know, and and you're gonna have to get those things taken care of. And it's better to try and do it now, but you don't want to miss out on a paycheck because you're not. If you, if you get it fixed now, then you're missing on a year, year and a half of training and getting back in the stride and doing all those things. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I Here's the thing. I saw something today where NBA players said there was an NBA player, a younger NBA player, the younger generation of NBA players. I think it was NBA. Maybe it was NFL. Anyways, they had said like, look, we're not asking for a lot of money afterwards but we would like our health insurance taken care of. That's not a fair, that's, that's a fair argument. If you pay for my health insurance for however long, let's just say, you know, until you're 60, I don't, I don't know. I'm just throwing a number. I'm honestly just, but if you were to take 60, care of that's about the time you start to need it, <laughs> but you don't understand what I'm saying. Like if you're, if you take care of my health, let's just say you, let's say you have to have 10 fights in the UFC and we'll take care of your health insurance for a certain amount of time. You know what okay. I mean? Like I, I feel like because, Tim Sylvia has been out of the game for what? 10 years? Yeah. I mean, he's been, he was fighting for a yeah, while, he was but, fighting, but out of the UFC. He's been out of the UFC for that. Over 10, over ten years, probably. Well, I figured he was out of, the, yeah, out of the UFC uh, and he fought for affliction and that was like in 2007. Okay. So my, my thing is, I said, that's, that's actually, if you're going to, if you're going to come to the UFC, they're already paying for their, you know, big major surgeries, $1,500 deductible. I think that's probably one of the best deals that the any promotions ever done i think i tip my hat to them for that because i use that several times um i think that if you're going to come to them saying like hey i want a bigger piece of the pie that will shorten the, the the bigger piece of the pie if you say hey i get insurance for i don't even i'm just throwing out numbers i mean like you know for the next I don't know. I don't even know how long, man. But I mean, it's a good step in the right direction. <laughs> it's a good step in the right direction to say, hey, long term wise, I need you to help me with my insurance. And it's well, fair to say okay, if you've been the, a champion or if you've been someone that's had 10 we were fights. supposed to be talking about Fight Island. But let's, I know, let's I'm talk sorry. about Tim Sylvia so, real I got, quick. I got brought him up. I fucked okay, it all up. You brought him up. Do you think that the UFC should, should pay for the surgery to correct the 
infection that's now in his arm due to the, the screws backing out from the plate that was put in there when Frank Mir broke his arm during that fight. You think the UFC now, basically yes. 20 years later, yes. should be paying for that? Did they not pay for it the first time? Yes. Okay, so they paid for it the first time. You're going to say no? Are you saying no? No, not at 20 years. You, you, and, say, and they, you, I, you I, say they shouldn't have to pay for it. I, look, I'm giving money to Tim yeah. for his surgery, okay? And, and You're I, a good I man. feel bad that he has to do that. Well, I feel bad that he has to yeah. you know, go through it. But to sit there and say, oh, the UFC owes for a surgery that, was t- that took place 20 years ago, and now that they should take care of it again? Come on, that's... Okay. You know, the, can I can I play I'm devil's just being advocate? Being honest, it just yeah. doesn't look. I don't see it. Can I play devil's advocate? Sure. Okay, because I, I I've heard I do that pretty well. Okay. I, so. I mean the, the the nice thing is to say yes, they should they'll, they'll take care of. It. Okay. That's nice. Okay. But I don't think they owe it at twenty years. No, I don't no. Think they I, owe I, there's no. I I can't say that they owe it. I'm just simply saying like, wouldn't it be nice to say like, hey, if I broke my ankle in the cage, that. Mm-hmm if I had a plate put in or I had screws put in or I had whatever it is like wire put in what, you know, I have screws in my knees. Right. And I have, I have a screw, I have two screws in my knee, my, in my patella, I have wire that connects it and puts it all together. That's still in there. If those screws tend to come out, like whatever, like it would be nice to say, Hey, if I suffered the injury in the UFC and something like that needs to be taken care of, that you will take care of that. That's it. Like, I'm not saying you need to pay for my back problems, and if I never had back problems in the UFC, now you got to pay for it. No. If, okay, like if I have something going on with my eyes, no, that's not your response. I never had problems in the UFC at the time with that. Then no, then no, you shouldn't have to pay for it. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there because like I said, I've said this last yeah. week and the week before, I will continue to be on the side of the fighters because I know being a, a former fighter, knowing that at the time when you're young and dumb and full of cum and you think that you can live forever and like conquer the world and, and do all these things. You think the money's going to last forever. And John, you and I haven't had this conversation forever. These guys think they're good. The money's going to last forever. It's not, I know. it's not going to last forever. It's not going to probably last four or five years. Cause you guys are not making fucking anything. You are not making anything at all. None. John Jones, if he doesn't do something outside of what he's doing now, after he retires, if he's apparently retired now, whatever it is, if <laughs> if if he is done, he will. I would say probably within ten years, he'll he might be broke unless he's done some good investments. I'm not. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like for like, I guess you know, I'm speaking from experience myself. I've owned a gym. I do a clothing line. We do the podcast. You know, like we have things, little oh, things oh. that. We don't make no money. You're right. You're right. We don't make any money, but we're getting, we're getting close. So, but my point is, is in that process, like there's things that are going to be, there are things that are generating money for, for you outside of whatever it is you're doing fighting wise. These guys think that it's going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. It's going to last seven to 10 years. And if that, yeah, if that, and I don't care if you made millions, it's not going to last forever unless you have made proper investments to carry you into that next area. And not and a lot of them they haven't made enough to even make that investment. That's the problem. A lot of them are like their paycheck. Like I like I said, I, I you you buy investment properties, you got to put 120, 150 thousand down. Well, that's at least one or two fights for a lot of them. Great Manor came out today and said like for the Frankie Edgar title fight, he made forty seven and forty seven. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> 
So when people were like criticizing me when I was fighting Strike Force, and I'm like, dude, I was making almost double that. And I, that's what's scary. When I was like, oh, you were in the B level show. Yeah, I was in the A level show no, when it came to pay. I was in the A level show when it came to making money. That, you like know, so perception. Yes. Josh, yeah. perception is reality. If people perceive it to be, then it's, yep. then it is, even when it's not. Yeah. So short. So fighters, if you guys are listening, shorter contracts, free, contracts. free market agency, just start following what the bigger leagues are doing. Darrell Rivas signed two one-year deals with the, the New England Patriots, won the Super Bowl, and just cashed out and went to whatever team it was the next after that. And he went to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Won the Super Bowl one year, lost one, and then went and then went to another team and cashed out and made a ton of money for a two- or three-year contract there. You guys pay attention to what these other athletes are doing in other leagues and follow suit. You, they've got millions of dollars spent on lawyers helping them make the right decision and cashing out what's best for them. You got to pay attention. You got to see like, hey, that guy over there, LeBron's doing one and two year deals with a no trade clause. And with the, and I'm not when you're calling, making LeBron type money. Yeah. But if you are fighting, mm -hmm. I used to tell guys this, take that, take whatever you're making mm -hmm. and you're going to break it into quarters. Okay. You can take two of those quarters and you're going to give them to the government. <laughs> very true you're, you're gonna take one of those quarters and you're gonna put it into savings or into an investment and you're gonna take that last quarter and that's what you get to spend that's and then you the, get to live off of yeah yeah and that's just the truth well you forgot the you, you forgot the fifth quarter that goes to your agent and your yeah, trainers yeah, well, that's, that, that's 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 part of the, the quarter the the half that goes to the government that's, <laughs> that's crazy the way man. Yeah, so I just I try to tell I try to tell fighters I try try to tell the young fighters, you got to keep that in consideration. You got to look at the other athletes and what they're doing. Sometimes you got to bank on yourself, and I use myself as an example and not in a good way at all either. Okay, um, is I banked on myself with the Benson fight and it backfired. You know, um, but you have you have to believe in yourself though, and I don't have any That's regrets. Okay. I don't have any regrets. I don't have that. a. I never have a problem with someone betting on themselves. Yeah. That's what life's about. Yep. Because it, you, you got to take chances. You're not always going to win in those chances. Yeah. But so, if you don't take the, if you don't take the shot, you'll never know. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so never going to, you're never going to succeed if you don't try. Yeah. I just want the best for the young athletes who, who are thinking that I got to, I have to sign an eight and 10 fight deal. No, no, you don't. Well, you know. see, they're looking at that as security. They look at it as if I sign that eight or 10 fight deal, mm -hmm. I'm secure that I'm going to get all those fights without even considering the thought that it's a one-sided contract. It and is. the fact that they can release you after the very first fight yeah. or even before the first fight, mm -hmm. they can release you at any time during it. So you don't, really don't have any more security. No, no, you don't. It's, like you, If you have one false. really shitty performance or you, if you miss weight by five or six pounds and they don't like your attitude, they'll cut you. They don't have they to can. fight you. They'll just be like, nah, you're done. You didn't You didn't follow the the agreement to the contract was you would come prepared to fight as a professional and that you would make weight. They can cut you at any moment during that time if they want. And so, that, anyways, that gets on to, you know, I know we were talking, talking about Tim, I started talking about Tim Sylvia. And the situation, but I feel like it would be nice if 
it's a step in the right direction instead of saying like, hey, give us 25% of the purse or 30, 40, 50% of the purse of the actual pie. Why don't we start with something like that? Give me, I think you said, you we were saying like they make what? 12% right now, right? Of the pie. 12 to 15%. 15%. Give them 20%. <laughs> give them 20% and say like, hey, let's let's work on your, let's work on your, your medical so stuff. You, so you want lifetime medical. I mean, with regards to whatever in serious injuries? injuries that I have inside the cage. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be fair to say. I mean, that, like, I, I've nice. got, you know, I've got a metal plate in my ankle with nine screws, you know, and I, I eventually one day I got to get it out probably. So I don't end up with the screws backing out and getting infected and, and anything like that. I mean, I understand the situation. I get it. I understand. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll live and I'll stay there forever and won't have any problems what? with it. But, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a chance that maybe I won't. So, all right, let's get back to Fight Island. So Fight Island, Fight Island. is main event. You say Usman Burns. Yep. The two of them train together. Do I, they not? I feel that Burns being as confident as he is to say, I'll fight him. Makes me believe that. He has pretty good success against him in the gym. Uh, from what I've been told, he does very well in the gym. <laughs> in regards to now, when it's wrestling day, obviously Usman does a little bit better. Of course. Okay. Of course he does. But this but is when a fight. But exact mundo. <laughs> and so my real question in this is, okay, now you are Henry Hoof. Who, who, who's cornering you? Man. The approach, the same approach that Javier Mendez says. If my two guys have to fight, I just sit back and not watch. In, not in any corner. Nope. I sit back nope. and watch. And what you do That's is a rough one. And what, it is, it is rough. But what you do is you one. say, "Hey, you take you basically." When we had talked about it, AK, so Tommy take, Barzini goes to one corner, and yeah, all right, I got it. So the way we broke it down, I think it, at AK, it was like, "Hey, who would you like to have in your corner?" So, like, for me, I would have had probably Trevor Prangley. Uh, Bob Cook and Hov were out, so I probably would have had Trevor Prangley, and then I probably would have, like, makeshift a couple guys that, that I would have wanted for grappling and jiu whatever it was, depending on who I was fighting in the gym. So, like, if it would have been Khabib, I probably would have said, hey, you know what? I want Dave Camarillo, and I want uh, Trevor Prangley, and I probably would have picked, you know, a wrestling guy. You know, someone in there, depending on who I was fighting from the gym. If it was Khabib, I would have probably, I would have for sure picked a wrestling guy, a wrestling guy, submission guy, and then Trevor, <laughs> Trevor being the guy to give it to me straight in the corner like a Bob Cook. That would like that's kind of how it would have been. So like I think with Gilbert Burns and with Usman, I don't know who Henry Hoof's going to work with. I think he should step out and not get complicated in the situation. You guys are fighting. I'm going to step aside. You guys pick who you can. And if the coaches don't feel comfortable, don't be mad at them. Just let them be. Maybe pick some of your teammates. You guys corner each other. You know, I, I would imagine they have it's different. One. I know it is. And it's a rough one for Henry Hoof if you think about it because then he doesn't get a payday. I don't know. Does that, was that, you think that's how it works? Sure, I would have still paid. I still would have paid Hob and Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would, I would never got to the title without them. So I can't take it away from them then. Nope. I would have just probably divvied up the cornering to the other guys a little bit less and given that I would have split it equally amongst uh, the, uh, Bob and Hob and whoever else I had. Bob and Hob would have always got paid. Trevor would have done it for free. 
Dave Camarillo, I would have paid, and whoever the wrestling person was, I would have paid, but Trevor probably would have done it for free. Or I would have paid Trevor out of my own pocket because he's my best friend. You know what I mean? Like that kind of situation. Just so you know, you're paying all those guys out of your own pocket. Yeah, for sure. But you know what I mean? Like (laughs) if there was outside of that 10% of splitting it up and whatever it is. Anyways, but I I think stylistically it makes for a great fight because it's probably going to keep Usman from having to wrestle too much because he doesn't want to be on the ground with with Gilbert. No, he does not. He want does to be not want to be on the ground with Gilbert. And sure, I'm sure he's had some success with Gilbert on the ground. He's probably figured out some of his game. But we have to remind people, man, like Alan Iverson said, we're talking about practice. When it comes down to the fight time and the and the shots are real, the punches are real, the submissions get slapped on faster. And we're fighting in little gloves, not in 16-ounce gloves. We're doing, we're getting dirty and getting in there. I, I really like Gilbert's chances of being the champion. He's got I a good really, chance. I think he's fight. got a... I think speed wise, it goes Especially to him. The way on, he's been fighting. Speed wise goes to him on the feet. Um, the way he mixes it up on the feet, I think, as well. The size definitely goes to Usman. The, oh. gra- the grappling goes to Gilbert. The wrestling goes to Usman. But the, I think the wrestling and the jiu jitsu kind of cancel each other out. I think to the point where I wonder if Usman's going to try to stand with him like he did against Colby. I think it's going to be the repeat yeah. of the Colby Covington fight. I think you're going to see Usman saying i'll use my wrestling not to take you down i'll use my wrestling to keep this on the feet and beat you in the stand-up mm, i don't know if he well, can he can he's got more he's got more power one of the yeah. things that gilbert does is gilbert loads up yeah you can see him loading up and so that that load up will give you time to, to counter and to do things and uzman is athletic he's fast and he is big Mm-hmm. For he's 170 enormous. pounds, he's enormous. Okay, he he is Douglas Lima big. Yeah, for the 170 pound weight class, he's gonna make Gilbert Burns look small. Yeah, in that fight, you're gonna see a noticeable difference. So yep. he does have that going for him, and he does have the fact that he's got a gas tank, man. Yeah, for a guy that carries that much muscle mass, and he yeah. carries a lot, he's got he's got game, man. He continues to go. Yeah, I was surprised that he is because I felt like when I watched him early in his career, he didn't have the gas tank that he has as of lately. No, he didn't because he didn't understand how to pace himself. Yeah. He didn't know he didn't understand where to find those places that he could rest. To rest. You know, and that's just fight IQ. And now that he's got it, you know, Woodley had that problem forever yeah. in the beginning of his career, if you think about it. Yeah, I don't know if Woodley ever got over that. <laughs> I don't know if he when, when he could control the pace. Yes, he could. He could relax when yep. he couldn't control the pace. Different thing. Tension, yeah, it stresses him out. I think, and it just jitters. Like you just get get amped up too much. Co-main uh, event, Fight Island. Who is it? Colin. Come on, I'm looking at it, man. Come on, Volkanovski and Max. I actually just did an yeah, interview. The repeat. For, I did an interview for Hawaii for that. In um, what's it called? With the news station there, just yeah, two days ago. Yeah, who, who uh, wins that one? I said Max. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. I said he Max. Learned. Yeah. Off of you could see where he was making adjustments in the first fight, mm-hmm. and it's coming back. Time kind of ran out on him, but I think Max gets that belt back. Here's, but it's a good fight again. It's going to be a good fight. Um, here is the thing that makes me. Where is Max's confidence? Lost to Dustin Poirier, lost to Volkanovski, like just it. 
when you're rolling and you're the champ, we rolling like that kind of stuff, right? We roll like it's when you're doing this, it's easy to be confident. Everything's working for you. He went back to the drawing board. I think this whole COVID thing has given him an opportunity, a chance for him to refocus and also kind of go back and reevaluate how he needs to, what little tiny changes he needs to make. I feel like he doesn't need to make much. He needs to work nope. on, he needs to work on checking the kicks. That's one. And two is he needs to realize that Volkanovsky will still be there in the fifth with good conditioning, good cardio. And he needs to mix things up to make Volkanovsky use more energy. Don't let Volkanovsky dis dic dictate, dictate the pace like he <laughs> did in the first fight. That's what happened was he let him dictate everything. And I think Max thought he was going to get tired and he never got tired. You know, he slowed down a tiny bit in the, in the fifth, but I didn't, I didn't think it was noticeable enough to like make a difference. Um, but I feel like I don't, I, when I talked to, um, the, um, the reporter for Hawaii, we were talking and I said, Max is someone who he has made progress throughout his career. When he lost to Connor, he came back and he changed a little bit of what he was doing. And ever since then, he progressively got better, started changing angles, started using more footwork, started using stopping takedowns a lot more, started wrestling a little bit more. In the Poye and the Volkanovski fight, he got away from a little bit of grappling, a little bit of wrestling. He needs to mix that in. He needs to make he needs to make Volkanovski fear it, not worry, like it not. Not in terms of like, oh, I'm going to get taken down, but at least think about it. Have it on his mind. And I continue to say it. it's called MMA, man. Mixed martial arts. You got to mix that wrestling in, mix that judo in. He mixes jiu-jitsu. He's got to mix it all together, not just be a boxer. Yeah. The more elements you bring in, the more you make the other fighter have to deal with those elements, which makes the fight harder. If I only have to deal with one element, yeah, that's easy for me. If I have to deal with two elements, it becomes more difficult. I have to deal with three elements. Now I'm, I'm guessing and the fight becomes much more difficult. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think if Max changes just a couple little things, it's a different fight and his length and his range that he has an advantage with will be a difference maker in this fight. I want to see him get back to cutting the corner. Like oh, he, thank you. Cut in the corner, totally. sticks thick, maybe get to the takedown, not get to the takedown, whatever it is. But he's got to cut it. the corner. when he, Especially because you'll see Max come in, and Max likes the lead, and sometimes he'll switch stances, but he yep. goes left, right, and push off, and he'll bring that right back again. Yep. He needs to continually do that because Volkanovski lunges at times. Mm -hmm. He makes these big lunging motions to add power and try to be explosive. And if you can catch him in that moment, he's off balance with it, and you can you can tag him and get out without being hit. That's how you win fights. Yeah, he likes to. He the reason why he lunges is to cover that distance because he's a shorter yeah, guy he's normally. A shorter guy. Yep. So yeah, that, but I mean, I that to me, I felt like Max had to get back on track. The question is, if Max wins, do they give Volkanovski a title shot right away? Because now you're holding up that title <laughs> even longer. For that, you know, you got a lot of good fighters. You have a lot of good line. fighters that are waiting in the back, you know, in the back of the line there, and um, or next in line. But I gotta tell you, it depends on how this fight goes. I wouldn't be mad to see the fight go three. I did to see a third <laughs> fight because the first fight was good. It was a good fight. It was, was really good. I think it was because it was so impressive what Volkanovski was able to do to Max and Max coming off the loss. He was. I felt like 
he wasn't his normal confident self that we normally had seen. I think now with the amount of time he's had to get back in the gym, in the gym, make some changes, you know, regroup, kind of just get, probably be around family, do whatever he needs to do now. Like, you know what? I'm back. Let's get this going. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm really, this is the fight. I think unless I'm missing one, but I think this is the fight that I'm most, probably most excited to see. It's a good one. It's the, that one, it, it's this is a rematch that needs to happen because the first fight was was close. It was mm-hmm. good, you know. I think well, on most cards, I think it was forty eight, forty seven. But you know, this is a Max. Max is a guy that you look at. He was an outstanding champion. He took on a lot of good competition, and he deserves the rematch here against Volkanovski. And if Volkanovski can beat him twice, that is saying a ton. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, saying it a ton. It is. It is. The uh, next fight is Jose Aldo, right? And Peter Yan. Yeah. Yeah. We touched on this last week, and I'm going to continue to say this, and people are going to continue to say that I'm an idiot and I'm gonna, I'm stupid and all these other things. <laughs> um, they need Jose Aldo to fight this fight because. Okay, and, and this is the one thing I'm going to tell you is they killed what you were saying because what you were saying was correct i'm gonna i'm gonna say yes josh you're right they need aldo's name for that fight but not on this card not on this card (laughs) not on this card yes they did when i when i was just saying it right now i was actually gonna say like but then they put it on this stack card and just fucking blew everything i was saying so yeah you are correct yes yes yep that is right but had it been a main event somewhere else they would have needed him but yes, uh, but I, agree. I still got to believe, though, that it brings a lot more recognition, like name. Like they're trying to do three title fights. It's good to have Aldo on there. The other thing, too, is like I, I will continue to say is even if it was even if it was Sterling, like, sure, they wouldn't need him for this fight, but you're going to need him for the next fight. Like if he beats Sterling for the title, for the vacant title to sell him to the next competition, it's not going to be as easy for him to main event something. Him beating Aldo makes it easier for them to put him as a main event on another card. You know, and I feel like if they were going to make it a main event now, then it, it would have carried itself along with probably like a good undercar, a good co-main event or something. But it would have been like, okay, name draw Jose Aldo. Who's this Peter Young guy? He's obviously super tough. Getting to get again to fight uh, Jose Aldo. The fact that they're on this card is stacked with three title shots and they're one of them. It's... It means that if if Aldo wins, sure, we can sell that because that's Jose Aldo. But if Aldo loses, that means Peter Yawn now can go to main event material because he beat Jose Aldo. If he beats Sterling or he beat whoever else is next in line, if he beat one of those guys on this card for the title, you wouldn't be able to main event him probably for the next show. Another one, like coming up next. He'd have to probably be a co-main event on something else. Just my thought, my two cents. I mean, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. But that's the way I look at it. Is if I'm a promoter, I'm looking at it that way. No, I, I don't disagree with you. The, the real question is which Jose Aldo, which Jose Aldo comes. Which one is the, is the guy see? that's going to step into that cage? Who are we going to see? Because I'm being honest. If if he fights at 135 pounds like he did with the energy that he had against Marlon Moraes. Yon's got his hands full. I love Peter, yeah. and he's tough, and I've done his fights, and he's a stud. But Aldo is a stud too, man. Yeah. And if 
if he fights with that same energy, he can walk away with that belt. I would be very no impressed if it. he did that. I would be very. And here's the. I, I follow Jose Aldo on Instagram, and he's been doing a lot more kicking. So it doesn't mean he's going to kick in his fight. But yes. it doesn't mean that's he's one of the elements he has to bring back. Yeah, he does. He does. Look but, at Peter Yan is is not a guy that goes into the wrestling game. He doesn't. He doesn't go for takedowns. Yeah, he will. He will. But he will. But it's not his main. It's not his bread and butter. His bread yeah. and butter is. To stand up and outstrike you with technical striking, so he does not normally go for takedowns. That's not his thing. So Aldo, if you try to you try to beat Peter Yan with pure boxing, which Aldo has been trying to basically yeah bring into the cage, yeah. you're not going to do it. He better bring those kicks with him because he's got incredible kicks, powerful kicks, and he's going to need every one of them against Yan. I think his kicks, I think he needs to bring his knees back too, his flying knees, his jumping knees. He needs to bring those back as well. If he brings those back. he put Cub Swanson out with the flying knee? Cub Swanson, he uh, threw that he... knee against Chad Mendez on the turn from the double. Like yeah. Chad tried to shoot right off the break. I just, if he brings those kind of weapons, he doesn't have to throw them all the time, but he needs to at least keep that fresh in Peter Yan's mind that they're there. I, I think the speed factor goes to Jose Aldo as well. I think, I think Jose is faster than Peter Yan. You know, and I don't know about power-wise. Technically, I think Peter Yon's the better boxer, but I think Aldo has got the speed, and I think he's probably got a little bit of the power over him. So if he connects with him, on, you know, whether it's kicks or, you know, with boxing, he's got a good chance of putting him away. I mean, he should be physically the bigger guy, too, at 135. Should be. Should be. No doubt about it. Should be way bigger. I'm gonna I'm I'm rooting for the old dog. Just that's just me. I'm rooting for the old <laughs> dog. Old? Yeah. He's only thirty three years old. I know he's only thirty three, but fucking he seems like he's been fucking know, a, fighting a long time. Yeah, people it's writing so him off. People writing him off left and right. And I, I want to remind him like he had a good fight against Marlon Marais. A did. great fight, you know. I mean, and it, that was his first fight at thirty five. That he had to go through the weight cut and trying to figure out his body in camp. I think he, I personally think that he looks a little bit better at 35, which I never thought I would say. Because remember, there was a lot of talk for a while of him going to 55 because yes. he couldn't keep his weight down. And I'm yep. like, then you're going to 35. It doesn't make any sense. But physically, his frame is not big enough for 55, especially now. If you look at the guys at 55, you're like, good God, they're so fucking big. It's disgusting. It's like, I'm like, how the hell do you guys make weight? Since if you stand next to Islam Makachev, you're like, good fucking Lord. He's 5'11", almost six foot, just ripped and shredded, you know? Like, and you look at Jose, and Jose, he's not a big guy. He's, you know, he's got a little bit of muscle on him, but he's not a big guy. 35, I think, was the good good place for him. The fact that he looks so good against Marlon Rice at 35, I hope it carries over. Can, but can he do it for five rounds? That's, That's the, thing. the question. He was able to do it for three against Marlon Rice, but he still lost. So, anyways, I, I'm excited for that fight. The, you know, those are the two fights. The Gilbert Burns fight excites me, but not as much as the other two fights. Not as much as those two fights. Max Holloway and Volkanovski. Nah. I do. I do I love like. Them all. I'm not turning them off because Usman and, <laughs> and Burns are fine. I'm not turning it off. I'm just That's saying, it. like Holloway Volkanovski's yeah. done. I'm turning it off. Yeah, yeah. Don't I mean, care. don't care about Burns. Yeah, a little bit of me too. Also favors the little guys because I was the little guy for the longest time. You know, I try to favor the little guys. But I'm excited to see that fight, man. I'm excited to see those three fights. Who else is on my card? There's another couple other good fights on my uh, card. Rosen and Andrade. 
Oh, yeah, you that's got, right. You got a repeat of uh, Rosanami Eunice against Jessica. She's my the favorite. repeat of the knockout. She's my favorite. Rose. Knockout slam. Rose Nami Eunice. She's my favorite, though. She's my favorite. Thug she's Rose. Nice. She's Thug nice. she, oh, that, that was one of the best moments ever. Yeah. yeah. But um, she's a... Jessica's she's a sweetheart, too. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Andrade, she's, yeah, she's, she's outstanding. Well. But she was getting lit up by yeah. Rose for most of that fight. And so all Rose has to do is eliminate one mistake. Yeah, don't go back to what go back to what you were doing. Go back to the same game plan. And she, if she grabs a hold of you, okay, fight fight the takedown. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be taken down, protect yourself in that takedown yeah. and work your way up, you know, from that, from that yeah, point. Yeah, let go of the Kimura. Come on. That's like yeah. jujitsu one on one. Like let go of the triangle. <laughs> if they lift you up in the triangle, yeah. let, let it, it go. If you're being <laughs> elevated, let the triangle. Yeah, Jimmy Quentin Jackson, what Arona, right? Was it Arona? Oh, it was, right? Well, come on, let go of the oh. triangle. Like you'll get to keep fighting if you do. <laughs> so it was one yeah. of those situations. Um, Rose, I, I feel like a little bit of that length and reach and all those things that we talk about for MMA athletes, she has it all. And she's got she's oh, got wow. fucking dogs in her hands, man. She's got the dogs. And I, I just in her personality, her you know, I just, I, I love it, man. Like when she gets on the mic, I'm like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I just, she's I, well, she's, she's well-rounded. Her ground game is really yeah, good. Yeah. She, you know, she swings into submissions from the bottom very well. She's just good. And she's only getting better still. So, you know, again, eliminate one mistake. I think you have a, a very good chance of coming out with a victory in this, in a fight that you had previously does she if rose wins do you see her beating way lee man yeah i see i think that she has a style that can beat way look at she beat joanna twice yeah twice second time was hard though yeah it was hard but she beat her twice yeah knocked her out in the one took a decision and joanna she came close to winning that fight with way lee so yeah obviously mma math you can't you know yeah break it down but do i think rose has a chance yeah i think she's got a very good chance against whaley i think she matches up well and i think her length in that 115 pound division against whaley who is pretty short and her reach yeah. isn't real long i think rose has a little bit of an advantage there now i think whaley brings power awesome. and she has a good ground game but again Rose has an outstanding ground game. So if she takes her down, it's not like, oh, she's got a big advantage. She could be in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Rose fan, so I'm going to be cheering for her. I, I like Je- I like Jessica <laughs> You're going to be a homer. Yeah, I am going to be a little homer. God, why am I? I don't even. I think I've only met her like once or twice. I just am passing like, hey, how are you? Yeah, but I, I do. I do like her. I do like the fact that. I really, she really won me over over the first Joanna fight when she just didn't let any of that stuff get to her and then went out there and starched her. I was like, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So what's the next fight on that card? Pedro and Amanda Ribas. Oh, oh Pedro and Page Van Zant against Amanda Ribas. Okay, so I'm not familiar with Ribas. So can you talk to me, Goose? She's good. She's very, you know, she's she's got a solid stand up. She's quick. She's got good kicks. She moves well. 
and her ground game is not bad. Now, I'm being honest, I'm not sure against Paige if the ground is where she wants to be. I think she's going to want to keep this fight on her feet and just try to outstrike Paige and move around and pick her apart. But, you know, that there's been other fighters, you know, like uh, Michelle Waterson, who you looked and you said, I think, you know, that's what Michelle's going to do. And Michelle went to the ground with her and, and choked her unconscious. So, mm -hmm. you know, Rebus is good. Huh. Paige is definitely going to be the underdog in this fight. Yeah, I think the inactivity of Paige, she hasn't been very consistent. Like, she's been a little bit up and down. Well, she had that broken arm. That, yeah, she's you know, still dealing with. She just she basically had the same problem that you had with your ankle. She's yeah. had with her arm. That sucks, man. Such it a does pain suck. in the ass. It's such a pain in the ass, especially like when you're you're doing well, you're doing well, and then all of a sudden something like that happens, and it just starts setting you back, and you really can't get into a rhythm again, training and stuff. So, I th I also think though too they give her Rebus because it is a really tough fight for her. She's on her last fight of her contract, and they know what they're yeah, they're. they're and she said that she's going to go see what her value is. So they're like, okay, let me give you somebody that's going to probably give you an L. That's the way they're looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's smart on the promotions part. That's smart on the promotion sure. part. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> Paige, she's got a lot of injuries. She's been training through a lot of injuries. She's been trying to make it work. We're not, I don't think we're going to see the same Paige Van Zandt for a while. She's got to get into a groove of get a win, get a win, you know, continue to like keep winning, keep winning. She's got to get into that. You know, one of the things that you know, everyone, I don't know what it is, but people don't give her credit for the things that she's done. You, you take a look at her last fight mm -hmm. against uh, Rachel. I mean, she fought a good, tough, she's a tough girl. Yes, she is. She is, you know what? She has got no quit in her. She does not stop. She doesn't cower. She doesn't back down. I give her credit. You know, they, they can put her against Rebus. And I, like I said, I think Rebus will definitely be the odds on favorite favorite to win the fight. But the best part about being Paige is you can prove everybody wrong because she definitely can win that fight. She just has to fight a smart fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want. I wonder. I'm gonna get into this uh, free market agency. I wonder. I wonder what the dollars are. <laughs> I really do. I wonder what the dollars are gonna be, because you can look at it a couple different ways. She can come to Bellator, and, and she'll probably end up fighting what um, Alima Lay. Uh, what's the other girl? Velasquez. I can't remember. Uh, mm, Juliana, Velasquez. Juliana Velasquez. I was gonna call her Jessica. I don't know why. Juliana Velasquez. She's fucking good too you know, from Bellator, or she can go over to one and she can fight over there as well. And there's a lot of tough girls that are over there as well. You got uh, Michelle Nicolini, you've got Angela Lee, you've got, you've got talented young women that are over there that would yeah. make for very interesting fights as well. So, and I know, I know that the market, like the money is going to be probably double what she's making now in the UFC for her. Yeah. It doesn't matter which other promotion she goes to, they're going to be willing to pay. So It'll be good. I mean, this is this is my point, and I will continue to go back to this. Is it's the free market agency, and I wish more fighters would check it out. What do you think? I don't know, man. You don't hey, know. Did you see? Did you see the thing come out on one FC and how much money they are in the hole? Is there any surprise? <laughs> like, oh. uh, here's that, the thing. That's that's scary. It's. I want I want them to survive. But I, man, it's like I want to know. This is what I want to know. 
I want to know how they've been able to survive this long. It's, it's a weird situation. Like they've been talking for a long time. I worked for them for two years. They've been talking for a long time about how, like not them, but people, the buzz has been like, how are they still even a show? Like I, no idea. Like, there's only a couple cities. When we, I, I worked a show for them in Manila. I worked a show for them in um, two shows, three shows in Singapore, um, Beijing, um, Kuala Lumpur. Where else? Jakarta. Anyways, I worked a couple. I worked a bunch of shows for them. The only show there was two. Manila was a pretty big show, and Singapore. Singapore. All the other shows were small like beijing was the first time they ever went but beijing there was maybe a thousand people maybe and two on each two chairs on the right and two chairs on the left of every row was the chinese police (laughs) of every row there was probably 300 police officers there 300 i mean so out of the thousand people that came there's probably only about 700 that actually bought tickets or came that were, it was strange. It was very strange. We stayed in a really nice fat hotel, though. It was very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> your team, right? It was very nice. Um, you know, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they stay going. You know, they've got a great group of people that work for them. They've got Misha Tate. I'm going to oh, always Rich list Franklin. her first. They got Rich Franklin. They got Matt Hume. They've got obviously DJ fights for them. He's a fucking phenomenal person and a great person. I mean, they've got a bunch of really good talent brandon vera is there um they've got a bunch of really good talented people that are there and they're great people i just don't i don't know where they're getting the money that's one and two is like where's the money going like i don't know i don't know how they're making it i don't know how they're making it but i like i agree with you i hope they don't go anywhere i want them around i want them to be around because like like uh we've all said and i hear rogan say it all the time the more shows the better because then it, it causes this like you know free market agency it causes you know like if fighters can't make it to the ufc or make it to bellator they have another option they've got ryzen they've got one they've got pfl it's nice to have. Options. it's nice because if you think about it right if you think about it the guys in if if i if i want if i wanted to if i wanted to when i when, when i decided like hey okay i'm i'm kind of like not feeling anymore and i wanted to go somewhere and still make a decent amount of money i could have went to one i could have went to pfl and had a chance of make, winning a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like I could have done those things. And if, if you want to fight like a little bit lesser of guys, I felt like Bellator had still really tough guys. They had Chandler. They had Will Brooks at the time when I signed with them. They had, you know, Patricky. They, you know, they had tough guys, Dave Brickles. They had good guys, you know, that I was like, okay, at 155, I'm going to have my hands full. Cool. I'm going to go there. Do, you know what I mean? But you have... Just the the availability to go to other shows, the PFL, you know, I'm sure they have tough guys as well. I just, some of them I haven't heard from. A lot of them are from, you know, the Russian area and I have Russia area. And so whether it's Kazakhstan or Chechnya or wherever it is, you know, like they're from areas where I've never heard of them, but that doesn't mean they're fucking not tough. They're fucking, <laughs> they're they're fucking good. so they're good. real good. So good. And we're seeing that, you know, all across all of the MMA sports, you know, MMA organizations that, you know, the, that whole area of fighters that are coming in are really talented. You know, um, I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I hope the more promotions that survive, the better for us, for all of us. Yeah. But when you are looking at a company that is 
hundreds of million dollars in the red, that's not a good sign. It never is. It never is. But I think I think they'll make it work. I mean, for everything I've heard from the people that work for them, nope, we're doing fine. I'm hearing everything's fine. Okay, as long I'm as they like, know hey, they're fine. Hey, as long as whatever. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Someone's got to be paying the bills. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Uh, what else? Oh, let's. There were some other fights that we uh, talked about. Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Right, strike. Rosenstrike versus Rosenstruck. Dos Santos. Dos Santos. Well, your boy Frankie's fighting the, co- the prelim main event on that two fifth that card. We're just talking. Oh, Frankie's fighting Pedro, Pedro Munoz. Ooh, good fight. Yeah, it is. Good fight. Is that a thirty five? Right. Must be one thirty. Yeah, thirty five. Yeah, because Pedro's a thirty five, and I know that Frankie was talking about going there. I wasn't sure if this was his, his fight there. Yeah, yeah. He, it's so funny. I always look at Frankie, and I remember like you know I, I have like the. He looks so young to me when I first started training with him. But he's got a full beard now. He's got a fucking full beard and he's got hair. He's always had like that nice haircut. No, he's got like almost a full head of hair now. I'm like, who the (laughs) hell is this guy? No, um, that should be a good fight though. But that puts him him right in title talk right away. If he gets a win over him, I wouldn't say give him a title shot. That is not going to be an easy win for him. No, it's not. It's not. The speed's going to be a factor. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, like when you go down in weight, those guys get faster. Yep. Frankie lived off of being the faster guy. Yep. Yep. He would get in, get out. He would take down off of being faster. Now, he's not going to be fast. It's hard to have a long career, you know, as a smaller guy because the speed kills. And those guys can... They, they see the, the takedown coming sooner. They see the big right hand coming sooner. They see everything coming sooner because they're faster. They got the faster twitch muscle. And as you get older, it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's hard to do it. And yep. I don't know. I, um, he's the automatic first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, no, no doubt about it. No, but, no matter how you slice it. Um, he's, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I think... I don't think he's ready to hang it up. I think he's one of those guys that wants to fight till the wheels come off kind of thing. But, you know, I, I've always been a, someone's like, yeah, if, you're, if you can't get back to that title, like he doesn't need to, he doesn't have nothing else to prove. He's like the guy that has nothing else to prove. He won it at 55. Like, like you, you beat BJ Penn, not once, not twice, but three times. Three you, times. You have nothing to prove. You're the man, dude. You're the fucking man. Not just not because of that, but just yeah, that is a big reason because <laughs> of that. But you've got other reasons why you're the man. You know, so um what do you think about and that just fight? A classy dude. Yeah, he's uh, so classy. I, I I think that's you know this this is where it's hard for me because I always have certain guys that you go, man, was always just such a good guy yeah. in everything that he did. And I look and I like Pedro. Pedro's a good fighter, you know, he's and just getting better and he's tough. And I look and it's the matchup and I go, Yeah, it's Frankie Edgar. And I and I gotta say Pedro's should be the favorite. I'm not saying he's gonna be, but he should be. He should be the favorite in this matchup. His striking is good. He has got heavy hands, his submission game is outstanding. Uh, wrestling wise, I give the, the advantage to Frankie, but you know, that's really where Frankie's got the advantage as far as I would have given Frankie the advantage in the striking based upon movement and volume. I just don't think that his movement and volume is going to 
be touching Pedro that much. Got it. He's got to mix it up with the wrestling. Yep. A lot. He's got to bring the fight to the ground. He's got to use his wrestling. He's got to be on top and beat Pedro up to slow him down. Yeah. Now you want to stand up with him. Go ahead. Got it. I'm not, I've always been that way, like a little bit of that. When you have someone who, who hits hard, you want to wrestle them wrestle them to death. Get those make arms it, heavy. Yeah, get those arms heavy. Make them Blood. work. Make them work. And then the pop and the the pop and the speed and all that stuff, the explosive coming off of that, those punches is not what it used to be in the first when they were fresh. So, and if you're not if you're not you know getting them to wrestle, then I you know I'll tell guys, hey, I want you to kick at his arm, I yeah. want you to hit his arm, you know, Good. and just throw kicks. You know, do do the the Andre Feely, but you're gonna do it. You know, go go to the well maybe a couple times too often, but make it to where that that arm gets hit and just doesn't move as quick. Slow it down. It's just called smart fighting. Yeah. <clears throat> Fight IQ. Frankie Frankie has it. He's just got to continue oh, yeah. to show it. You know, we just got to see if the fight IQ can maintain with what the body can do. That's the thing. So um, we left off with, we were talking about the uh, Rosen strike in Dos Santos. We were getting ready to talk about that. And we brought up Frankie. You got that heavyweight fight and you've got Curtis Blades against, uh, I want to say Volkanovski. Volkanov. Volkov. It's close. Volkov. Volkov. Um, Dos Santos and Rosenstra. I go with Dos Santos. I think Dos Santos, the speed. You don't think so? I saw a little nod. No? No? I don't think Rosenstrike is going to be the same guy after that knockout he just suffered from in Ghana. He might not be. I don't think he, he might will not be. be but, but one thing I know is there's a guy named Cain Velasquez. Yeah. And he ruined a guy named Dos Santos. Dos Santos. And he's never been the same, and I yeah. love the guy, but he's just never been the same, and, and he just can't take he can't take damage for very long. He's just not as fast because of it. Yeah, you know, and you you keep looking at him as, hey, you know, Junior, he's you know, he's doing good, he looks good. That damage, man, that that car has been has yeah. been crashed quite a few times, and so the wheels don't all go in the same direction. The reason why I think that he's going to win, he's got a little bit more speed than Rosenstrike. Uh, also, too, Rosenstrike, he doesn't fight at a fast pace. Junior moves quite a bit and cut and makes it different angles. He likes to cut angles. He makes angles, and he can throw off those angles with the speed that he has to beat Rosenstrike to the, to the punch. The key is he just cannot get hit. I think if he gets hit, you know, one, maybe two solid times, that's fucking lights out. But I You're- think he – I think – the longer the fight goes, I think the more it favors Junior. Because when you watch the fight with Rosenstrike and Overeem, even though he finished him in the very last second or last 10 seconds, but he didn't look good in that fight. He was slow, kind of laboring. Like, he was very flat-footed. Like, he was waiting for, you know, he finally was able to catch him in the last 10 seconds. But I had him losing the fight. He was losing for sure. He was you know, losing the fight. Alistair was dominating the fight. So if you think in terms of like how guys fight, Junior does a better job of staying on the outside than Overeem does. And the boxing, Junior's got better boxing than Alistair. You know, I let's from, see, hold on. What happened when Alistair and Junior fought? I don't recall. Come um, on. <laughs> but but you said you said that he's not the same guy. 
No, they're not. They're he's not. not. So, I mean, like, I, I would say, like, I think Junior does a better job of sticking on the outside with his footwork, and he's able to get in and out, cut the angles. He's got faster hands and rolls and strike to get him in there. Now, he's just got to avoid getting hit, especially in the early rounds, you know, in the early, you know, first round, second round, whatever There's it is. One thing I, there was one thing I always figured out in an MMA fight. Avoiding getting hit is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're gonna get hit. You are, you are, but there's ways. Oh, yeah, to, there's are, ways to minimize. There's ways I'm not to minimize. There's not. You're right. There's the ways clean to there's ways to There's ways to take power off of things, but all of those things take energy. proper footwork, energy, and the ability to continue on throughout the entire fight. Too well, if if Junior was to be smart about it and fight him the way that Cain Velasquez fought him, I think that would make a big difference. If he was to press him to the fence, dirty box him, grind him down, make his arms heavy, like do those kind of things. I don't know if Junior is going to fight that way, but I'm saying that would be a good suggestion because Rosenstrike does not fight at a fast pace. He just kind of stalks after you and tries to land a couple of big shots, you know, and put your lights out. But if Junior was smart, he'd stay on the outside, stay on the outside, wait for Rosenstrike to potentially overcommit on something chasing him and then Get him to the clinch, press him to the fence, make him use his muscles, make him, you know, get it, make his arms and shoulders heavy and and do what we talked about earlier for the bigger guys. That's I feel like when you have a guy who hits that hard, that's what we gotta do. You gotta press him to the fence, you gotta dirty block, give him the renegade tour treatment, you know? So <laughs> if you give him if you give him the business, maybe I mean like it's gonna make I think it makes it a better fight for Junior. I'm not saying Let's Junior's talk about the fight trilogy him. fight. The trilogy. Come on, man. Your boy wow. DC got his fight against Stipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got it. What's, it. what's it? What's the date of that fight? No August eleventh. August eleventh. Where's August it at? 11th. Vegas? Are they gonna do it at the Apex? Um, that's gonna be weird, man. I don't know. I don't think they are. August eleventh. Fight Island, probably. Oh, well, it doesn't DC, make sense. They're both in the U.S. DC's why probably like because DC's probably like, let's go to Fight Island. <laughs> DC's like, let's go. It's my retirement fight. I want to enjoy some vacation. Sorry, August fifteenth, and it's um the Apex. Oh, the Apex. No yeah. one will watch. It doesn't make a difference. Um, you happy? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for him to be retired. You know, I mean. There's a lot of things that I, I'm 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 happy for him, man. I, I gotta tell you, there's when he first walked into the gym, and I tell I'll tell the stories. His very first fight he ever had, Crazy Bob was in the back. They were getting ready, like they were getting ready to announce his name. And Bob, you could tell, was nervous. There's a lot of you know a lot going on, you know. And DC's first fight, he'd only been training, I want to say, for like three or four weeks. He hadn't been training long, and they already they already had a fight for him. You know, and so he's like, and no joke in the middle of Bob kind of like pacing DC getting amped up, you know, and he just turns to Bob and goes, Bob, he's like, don't worry about this, man. I'm a fucking gamer when the lights turn on. When <laughs> someone tells you that your mind goes a little bit at ease, like, okay, okay. You're, you're ready for this moment. Like, I mean, DC was a two time Olympian. Like you, you it's a pretty fucking big stage and here and here he is fighting in this little podunk show with like you know 700 people <laughs> you know it's like i'm a two-time olympian this shit is does not scare me at all you know i've gone over to other countries and and wrestled in front of you know 
thousands of people where they want to kill you if you beat their guy. That's you know, he, true. And so he's like, this, he's like, don't get, he's like, Bob, he's like, don't worry, when the lights come on, I'm a fucking gamer. And that's something that resonated with me, with him, and just progressively, just as we've been around each other, he's all the improvements, everything from the way he is on the mic to the way he is with people to the way he is um, with his opponents the way he is just period about the sport in general, like he's engulfed this sport and made it, made it like his new thing before it was wrestling, but he always talks highly of wrestling, always talks highly of Oklahoma state wrestling, always talks highly of uh, John Smith, always talks highly of everybody that he's been around. And I say that like people that are positive, it's contagious. You know, if you continue to be contagious, if you continue to be positive, it's contagious. Other people will follow suit and he just finds ways to attract people. And he'll give it to you real though, too, when he needs to. But most of the time, it's a lot of joking around and playing around. I really feel that this is the perfect opportunity for him to have icing on the cake. Now, I don't know if he's going to get it done as much as I would love him to get it done. Okay. And, an I'm, and, and as much as people want to call me homers, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to be a fucking homer. He's my, okay. he's my boy and I'm going to continue to be that. I'm going to cheer for him. I'm going to say he's yeah. going to win this fight. But I got to tell you, honestly. The age difference is, is a big deal. That's, that scares me a little bit. The inactivity since, since his last fight, that scares me a little bit. Um, the amount of weight he put on between that fight and this fight, that scares yep. me a little bit. He's already getting his weight down. He, does, he already looks a little bit better. Physi physically, he already looks better. When I look at him, I'm like, oh, you have lost some weight. Or you just shaved your head because you lost the battle with the hair. But either way, and I, I, I sent him a text telling him, like, oh, you finally gave up the battle, huh? You shaved your head? Because it was over years ago, brother. You tried to hold on to that shit too long. <laughs> but when you're having these conversations with him, he's he like a beacon of light, man. He's just he's funny about it. He loves it. He's there's never any negative energy out of him. And you know, you, what you see is what you get. The way you see him on TV, that's who he is in the gym. And that's who he is. You know, with the boys, when you're all hanging out, that's who he is when his, when his family's around. Nothing changes. That's who he is. And um, whether he wins or loses, which I think he's going to win, but it's going to be a fucking barn burner of a fight. He's going to have to get his shit together. Because the first, oh. the first fight was a fight that I think he surprised himself. And the reason why he surprised himself in there is because he was packing more power in his punches. He knew it. But he also knew he could out-wrestle Stipe if he needed to. But it never got to that point, you know? But in the second fight, he carried that over and that worked against him. I think in this third fight, he needs to go back to his roots. And I think he's gonna. He's got some guys that are coming in and helping him, you know, um, wrestle, do a lot more wrestling saw, involved. But he's got to still mix I saw it he, up. I saw he was working out with Kerry McCoy. Yes, he was. You know, and I think he's going to be there. I think Kerry McCoy is going to be there for a little bit, helping him work out for a couple more weeks. So it's just, but I mean, periodically to get back and forth, you know, not every day, but, um, but there's going to be a lot of influence. I think between from a lot of the guys that he wrestled with in college and a lot of guys that he looked up to that are going to be coming in and kind of helping out and making sure he, he ends up winning and getting this thing on, finishing on top. And I think for him, uh, if this, I don't want to say legacy cause it's so, so over overused legacy, but for him, it really kind of solidifies him with the Olympics not going his way, ah. like, you know, college wrestling, not like it, not what he wanted it to be. This is for him. This is like that ice on the cake. Let me finish my career on top in this situation. I think there's a lot of things on his mind. He wants this so bad. 
so That's, fucking bad. I understand that he, he wants it bad, but you, you have to be realistic about certain things. You can go back and take a look at his, his wrestling career at OSU. You know, he happened to be in a weight class that had a guy named Bill yeah. Sanderson. Yeah. Okay. Who was the only, <laughs> was the only undefeated yeah. wrestler four years in Division One ever. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Dan Gable didn't do it. The people say what they want. He had his one loss. Yeah. You know, and uh, you take a look at what he's done in fighting. DC doesn't need to fight anybody. He's no. what, 20, 22 and two now? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. He doesn't need to fight anybody again. His legacy is set. He has accomplished more in MMA than he did in any other athletic activity he ever did, be it football in high school or college wrestling or even going to the Olympics because he was a world champion in MMA. He, he did it in he this amount multi, of time. He, did, he was a multi division champion in mma all right and not only did he do it you know in a way that like you're saying he has an energy about he's a winner yeah he's, he's just a winner and he doesn't have to win again the one thing that he does need to do is wrestle he's to wrestle <laughs> oh dude and he needs to learn how to stop that left hand to the body because yeah. that left hand of the body will take all of that good working that he's gonna he's trying to do right now to get himself in shape, and it will punch a hole in his gas tank fast. Yeah. So go back and watch the setup of that hand and figure out how do I defend against that particular technique? Because look at Stepe now figures he's got the blueprint on how to beat DC. I don't blame him. I would think the same thing. That's not enough. I can't. Well, I'll tell you enough. what. It was here. Let, let me just give you this. It was enough for that that yeah. second fight for him to knock him out. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. It won't be enough. This fight. It won't be. It does concern me though. You it don't know will why. Be if he doesn't change it, he'll change it. He's gonna wrestle. Okay. He's gonna wrestle the fuck out of him. Is what he's gonna do. Problem is, in the yep. middle of all this, at forty one years old or forty two, he's forty one. At forty one, at forty one, it's hard to wrestle the fuck out of someone when you're forty one years old. Your gas tank right. isn't the same as it used to be. So he needs to right. make sure it, this fight may end up being a little bit boring because if DC gets him down, he doesn't need to stay active. He just needs to weather him down. He just needs to wear him down to the point where Stipe, when he gets back up, doesn't have the same the same pop on his punches, the same amount of power, the same speed. Because DC, even at 41, I don't give a shit. He's more athletic and he's faster and all those things than Stipe. Stipe is not an athletic person when you compare him to DC. Not even close. Even at 41 years old. And no, I'm, he's and I'm, an athletic person. He is, but not against DC. He's an athletic person, not, Josh. Not against yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, athletic, really. but not against DC. We were talking he's different levels of being athletic. an athlete. Different levels. There's there's levels to this game. I recall that being said one time. And DC is <laughs> a different level when it comes to being an athlete. Now, the matter of fighting that way is completely different. He needs to make sure that he fights smart. He took it for granted, I think, the second fight and just went out there thinking he could do the same thing he did in the first fight. I don't think you're gonna get I don't think you're gonna see that with him. Um, I don't I don't I don't think this it's gonna be a tough fight. But if DC fights to his ability and fights and fights a smart fight, I think my personal opinion is and no no bias. This my personal opinion is if he fights to his ability and he fights a smart fight, I don't think the fight's even close. But here's the thing: will he do that? 
We don't know. Will he do that? I don't know. <laughs> Even as his friend, I can't fucking tell you. I can't tell you. It doesn't matter. I can't tell you what he's going to do. As much as I want to see him wrestle, wrestling's fucking exhausting. I can say, yeah, yeah. He, and he could say, I'm going to wrestle, I'm going to wrestle. But trying to take Stipe down, even if he has never wrestled a day in his fucking life, still, even if, it's, even if it is easy, it's still a lot of work not, at 41 years old. It's a lot of work. Doesn't matter. It's not yeah. easy. He's yeah. got to put out a lot of energy yeah. to make that happen. Yep. And in my opinion, other than what you're saying, if he just lays on top of him, that's not going to work for him. He has to do damage on the ground. He has to do things that puts Stipe in a position where he's being diminished throughout that round. He does that, he can win the fight. He just wrestles. Eventually, he's going to get tired of wrestling. And well, then here, here comes the body shot. If he's on top of him, Steve is going to be the one having to get up off the bottom. And DC's got some pretty good ground and pound. He's got good. He's got heavy hips, obviously from the wrestling background. Oh, obviously, Stipe, I think like Stipe being on bottom. I don't think he's gonna be able to get up from the bottom against DC. And if he does get back up, DC gonna keep that body lock. Could be able to return him back to the mat, and that's double the work for him to get back up. And these like these guys just don't. They, heavyweight wrest like heavyweight wrestlers are, are. That's why I think that's why heavyweight wrestlers have done so well. Heavyweight fighter, MMA fighters just don't have the wrestling pedigrees. Not many do that have DC's wrestling, but but Kane also his a lot of his success was like he could take the fight anywhere and had a gas tank like a son of a bitch. But he, uh, he had a gas these, tank. These heavyweights though can't wrestle, at, and they can't stop wrestling, and they get exhausted trying to wrestle because they never had wrestling backgrounds like guys like Kane, guys like DC. There's you know some of these other guys. who's the other guy that's a good wrestler in the heavyweight division. Is it Curtis Blades? Now? No. Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. Is. Yeah. So like those guys, they have success because the other guys just, they never really wrestled when they were younger or they just don't have the wrestling pedigree that these guys have. So, I mean, look, like I said, it's going to, no matter what, it's going to be a tough fight for DC. It's um, going to be tough. I, I think he's he got does, his hands full. Yeah. He does have his hands full. He does. He does. And he needs to learn to stop that body <laughs> shot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just what was the other fight you talked about? Volkov and Volkov and Blades. Blades. Is that on the That's same an card? Fight. That's not on the same card. That's next week, huh? Yeah. That's coming up next week. Blades gonna get him out of there. Blades yeah. gonna Blades gonna get him out of there. I think. I think, I think gonna, so too. He's gonna be able to take him down. He's gonna be able to threaten the takedown enough to where it opens up the punching. I don't he think could... he's gonna threaten the takedown. I think he's gonna get the. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he will get the takedown. He definitely will. But I'm saying like that will also set up whatever he wants to do in striking and threatening the takedown. If he faints, yeah. he fakes a takedown and throws the overhand right. I can see it being lights out though too. So he could, I could look at it a bunch of different ways. I, I think Blaze dominates the fight from beginning to end. I mean, he's gonna have a hard time getting past good. that push kick a little bit. I think that that push kick and that long, what long jab, long right? Well, he's got a long. He's got yeah, an 81 inch reach, so yeah. he's long, That's six foot. Six foot seven or so. Isn't that crazy though? Like when you think about like Jordan had what an 82 inch reach or something like that? 82 or 86 inch reach. You got Volkanovsky or Volkov that has 81. That's nuts. Jordan was what six six? How tall is Volkov? Six seven. Six seven. Six, seven. Oh, I guess that's yeah. The amazing part is John Jones is six four and he's got an eighty four inch reach. Jeez, man. That's <laughs> <Insane. laughs> saying. You look He's got it. he's just damn he, he damn he was made to fight. Yeah, he was. He, I mean, oh, I know. his brothers, though, too, like all three of them, they're just made to be athletes, yeah. you know, 
gosh, man. Oof. Um, I mean, I'm excited for all the fights that are coming up. Um, I, I can't tell you. Like, what, what's the fight you're most looking forward to? Max Holloway. Yeah. I want to see the rematch. Max Holloway against uh, Volkanovski is, is the fight. That one is... I actually, I'm also interested in seeing uh, Frankie against Pedro. Okay. I want to see what Frankie... I, I hope I'm wrong. And that's really what I'm what I'm saying is I'm not real sure about Frankie getting down into that 135-pound weight class because yeah. of the speed factor. I think he loses what was an advantage for him in the in the past because he's slowing down as it is. He's getting older. Yeah. You know? And now that he's moving down into that weight class, hopefully I'm wrong. You know, I've, I've always enjoyed watching Frankie fight, but we're we're gonna see. Is one thirty five the weight class for him? Is or is it? Nah, it's not. It was very visible that he is slowing down when he fought uh, Korean Zombie. It was very visible, like he was having a hard yes. time getting in. It was it's, visible when he fought Max Holloway. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. At one forty five, you're looking, you're going, God damn, man. He, you know, because yeah. as soon as Max figured out how to freaking take his attack, step off, pop, pop, and hit yeah. him. Frankie was getting hit with shots that normally he didn't never got hit with. Yeah. And, like, you know. and it, that's what happens. That's part of fighting. That's part of, you know, the, the whole game is you got to know when to pull it too. As well, you said, yeah. some guys want to do it till the wheels come off. Well, I hope that you are wrong. <laughs> I, hope I hope I'm wrong too. Wrong. I, hope I hope you're I'm wrong. wrong too. I really yeah. do. I'm looking forward to the Volkanovski and uh, Max fight. That's definitely the one I'm looking yes. forward to the most, probably out of all of them. And then, um, you know, now, now that we've talked about it a little, I'm kind of looking forward to that Usman Burns fight. I like the really? Rose and, and Jessica Andrade fight, but I, I want to see the fact that they're teammates. There's a lot of what happens when some, well, let's say Gilbert wins. What happens at that gym? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a weird vibe. Like, maybe you guys have it all figured out at the gym. I find it maybe a little bit weird. Yeah, though. people say they have that figured out. You never mm -hmm. have that figured Until out. Until someone wins that they wasn't supposed to win. It's like, <laughs> oh. So, I mean, there, there's some good conversation pieces there to be had. Some good conversations there to be had. So, all right, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. We're on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube on Weighing In. And that will share our videos to everyone. SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, all those. It's not Google Play anymore. Stitcher. Oh, it's Google. It's called so Google Podcast now. Google Podcast now. Okay. Oh, Google Podcast. Thank so you Stitcher. Um, Honestly, if you have an Android phone, Google Podcast. If you have an Apple phone, iTunes, it's like the easiest place. Gotcha. And it's clean and it's tidy okay. and it's but a lot of there. people have spotify and like on yes. there to, for music and stuff so you guys yeah. can subscribe to us there as well um we would really appreciate it on our youtube channel we're growing uh pretty fast and rapidly and we owe it to you guys so thank you guys so much hit the thumbs up that shares our videos it's funny we have some people in the comment section like saying hey i'm getting sick and tired of your guys's videos popping up so i finally hit clicked on and i'm thankful i did and thank you and this and that so it's kind of nice to read all the nice comments because we get a lot of bad comments also. So <laughs> I would like to, and, and normally the bad comments are directed towards me about how I treat podcast Dave and, you know, and how biased I am and how much of a homer I am, but it's okay. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. It's okay. You can deal with it. Every show needs a heel. And you're is looking that at, what it is? And you're looking at it right here. And you're looking at it. Oh no. People like you. It's too much. You're too much of a lesson. Plus you're what? 
like 78, 79 now. Wait, you're getting uh, older. Messi, don't start older. putting more years. You know, I'll, I'll go with the backwards age of 75. 75, <laughs> 75. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash. Uh, so it's actually slash Wayne in though. Okay. So hey, slash... Dave, do we have our new shirt out there? Uh, which new shirt? Uh, the... No, uh, we we have a new design. Uh, I have some updates. I'm just waiting for for that website, um, and then I'll probably will launch the new shirt probably this week for next week's show. All right, all right. Well, exciting. So, um, you guys check that out. ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Wayne in. Is it Wayne in show or Wayne in? Wayne in. Wayne in. All right. So go there. You guys can check out the the new uh, shirts that are up. They should be up this week. Get a shirt. Take a pic. Well, send it to yeah. us. Yeah, get a shirt, take a picture in it. We'll repost it, retweet it, all those things. We just appreciate you, you guys say, did tuning you say in. We'll repost it. it. Reposted it, reposted it. Yeah. <laughs> it's midnight here, man. Leave me alone. It's midnight there. What time is it, man? It's like 2 30. Oh, it's only like, three o'clock. It's only like three o'clock in the morning. It's so this funny. is good. It doesn't matter how often we say that he's not drunk. There's always comments. Oh, he's he's torched. He's drunk. Oh, he's, he's this. He's that. <laughs> so funny. So we want to thank you guys. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys soon. Um, thank you. Have a good one, guys.